is not a platform that's ever been made for these types of groups. A lot of these groups are on Facebook, but not because they necessarily want to be, but because that's kind of the only option. It's meant to be a place where, where parents can ask other parents questions mm-hmm. and get their feedback and, you know, a non-judgmental place where people are respectful and speak openly. But the experts have been really fun and also providing a lot of value to users. You know, I want to find a way to both bring value to users, but find a way to make money so we can keep this going. But in a way, again, that's not invasive to users. That's actually, you know, bringing them value by offering them maybe certain services or products that they're looking for. Um, And that's, you know, I I want to hear from, from moms about what that is. Welcome to the Mother Honestly podcast. This is your host, Blessing Adeshio, founder and CEO of Mother Honestly. On this show, we interview ambitious women that are thriving in and beyond motherhood. Expect honest and real conversations that will encourage and inspire you to take actions on your dreams. Welcome to the Mother Honestly podcast. This is your host, um, Blessing Adeshi, your founder and CEO of Mother Honestly. I am here this morning with Ailey, um, who is the founder and CEO of My Ellie app. Am I saying it correctly or is it the Ellie app? Yeah, I just say the Ellie app. Just the Ellie app, um, which I love. Um, I have it downloaded for the past, I think it's almost a month now. So um, definitely want to share all of that with you. Um, Ellie's here. She's calling in from New York. Um, so Ellie, just give our listeners a brief introduction into who you are, what you do, and how you got started with, um, you know, being a lawyer. Let's start from there. Let's start from your, your previous life. Sure, sure. So I was born and raised right outside of Kansas City and went to college in Kansas, and, but knew I wanted to move to the East Coast, and move to New York, and be a lawyer, and so that's what I did. And I went to law school at uh, Penn in Philly. Oh, nice. I love there. Penn State. Oh, is uh, it UPenn or Penn University State? UPenn. Okay, so yeah. I did live in Philly. In Philly. Uh, yeah, I lived in Philly. I was actually I trying Philly. to go to work in business school. That didn't happen, but um, yeah. <laughs> that's where, so my husband went there and oh, we really? had a class together. So that's nice. where we, we met. Um, yeah, Philly was great. Love Philly. Um, and then, so I went straight from, from undergrad in Kansas to law school, got a job at a big law firm in New York, worked at a very big firm for five years, you know, sleeping under my desk kind of thing. I knew it wasn't going to be a long term. Yeah, that was, I've heard horrifying stories out of the New York law firms. Yeah. I mean, great. <laughs> I had a few friends, friends and, there. Right. Yeah. I w- wouldn't have, wouldn't change anything. Uh, and so I moved in house uh, to kind of go on the more general counsel career path and did that for a number of years and had great in house positions. But then I was pregnant with my first son. I, I have a almost three-year-old and a 10-month-old. We were living in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. And that's when I kind of got introduced to the world of, of mom groups and these communities, both Correct. in person and online. And I very quickly realized the power of them and how important they were to me as a new mom. And then how they still are to me as a mom of two. 
and that's when, while I was still working full-time as an attorney, I started thinking, you know, there, these mom groups are, and I don't want to say just moms, but it's, you know, largely moms these groups, but parents, parents of Correct. all different parents on these groups. And there is not a platform that's ever been made for these types of groups. A lot of these groups are on Facebook, but not because they necessarily want to be, but because that's kind of the only option. Correct. And I I can tell you, we started, more than honestly, we started our, and we're currently actually building um, our membership platform, but um, we started with the Facebook groups, and I can tell you that I freaking hate that stuff. I mean, I could not... Um, we couldn't make it work. So we just now have a kind of like a larger community where we have more people and, you know, we all just kind of chat every now and then and share information. But again, it's not as, um, it's not as proactive, you know what I mean, in terms of us trying to share content that really resonates with people or have even a discussion that people can actually engage with um, because there's no call to action, you know, in terms of, you know, it's just another message posted. for people and um, yeah so we're struggling with that so I do understand what you mean by um, you know those Facebook groups not kind of solving that problem of community yeah because I think a lot of a lot of people want to be off Facebook or don't find themselves drawn to it but they may be a part of some parenting groups on there or they can still get valuable information or maybe they're not they're not getting you know for me personally it's not the forum where I want to ask nitty-gritty parenting advice and our app Ellie is a place where I feel comfortable doing that and that's why I created it so it's kind of back to sorry back to original questions to get back then we'll get back to the app correct Um, I was working full-time designing this app on the side um, found developers to help me develop it and it took longer than expected and it was we were two weeks away from finally going live last October I'd gone back to work after having my second, and I was doing working on this at night, early in the morning, on the train, wanted to be working on this every single second, even while I was at my day job, and knew something for me personally had to give. Correct. And I wanted, I did not want it to be Ellie. This was my third baby, and I'm still so passionate about the product and bringing community to moms and to parents. I decided to go all in on this and do it full time so I left my you job. you quit your job as an attorney yes girl you you are stronger than I am <laughs> I it's, it's been a conversation in my house <laughs> and my husband is not on board at all I mean despite you know our success at Mother Honestly I mean in just we started um, July last year so it's not even a year yet and you know we've had resounding success and he's like I love the cute little stuff but no <laughs> and I'm like it's not a cute little stuff <laughs> I don't know how you are doing. You have built this into what it is. Um, it's it's been a lot of work. I'm sure you know that. It's a lot of work, and it's you're. I'm sure, like me, you were constantly thinking about it. Correct. And if you had 50 hours in the day, you would fill 50 hours in the day. Absolutely, absolutely. So I, but it's a tough it's a tough discussion, and I can't. I will say it's you know not. 
it's not easy and there's still so so what were the key what were the key factors um because you know obviously you're a very smart woman um you have a law degree um so what were the key things that you considered because and the reason i'm pulling back to this ailey is because a lot of women come to me and they're like oh we would like to quit our jobs and you know pursue this um side gig that we're working on um but you know should i be doing that and um you know, of course, there's also that conversation around, you know, should I be quitting to stay home? That's a different topic. But I think right. this particular topic is more around how did you, I mean, you knew Ellie was, you know, of course it was your baby. You were passionate about it. But what were the key things you had to consider and how did you get your husband on board? Because I need help in that department. I'm sure a lot of women do too as well. Sure. And I'm not saying I have the answers because I don't, but I'll I'll tell you what went through my head and what's still going through my head when I made this decision. So for me, you know, as a lawyer, I always think of risk and reward and what's the balance there. And, you know, I knew I, I, and I know I have a very strong resume and this isn't, I'm not 24 years old and only worked for two years and cracked to give this a try. I've worked for a very long time. And so if, if, I need to be a corporate lawyer again, I'm very confident that I will be able to be a corporate lawyer again. And so that I think made both, that made us more comfortable in this decision that this is not, if our financial situation changes, if Ellie does not work out, if you know any other thing happens, I will be able to get a job again. Correct. And so that's comforting in and of itself. And I think that's something that you should think about how what is your experience like? Is that, and I don't mean you. Correct. I, you know, in general. You might be in this yeah. position. In general, right. Um, and if, you know, you might have built up enough credit in your career that you have the, the luxury to, and I hope for me this is not a break. I hope this is. This is for real, real right? <laughs> for real, right. But if it's not, I will be able to get a job again. Um, and it's not that my resume won't have a gap on it either. It will just be something different. Correct. Um, and then there was a family consideration for me, which did help convince my husband. I was commuting into, we recently moved to the suburbs from the city, and I was commuting in every single day to Grand Central, having to make you know, an eight o'clock train every morning, not getting back home till close to seven. And I was barely seeing my, at the time, he's now 10 months, but at the time, four months old, let alone my two, two and a half year old, who both of them are mommy's boys. And that it was really hard. And so by doing my own thing, I am, even though I'm still working full time and I'm probably working more now than I was. Working well, that's. Before. Right. That's but a I'm, theme too. <laughs> yeah, it's on my own terms. I work from home a, a couple of days a week. I work from a co-working space that's eight minutes from my house. On other days, if I want to go pick my son up from school and put him down for a nap and then get back to work and I will take a, you know, maybe an hour break all in. I might do that and then I might work some more that night or maybe I got up really early and got some work done before so I feel like, I, you know, if I have enough leeway in my day to, to do activities, I'm just a lot more present and by not Correct. commuting, I start working at, I might start working at 9 or 9.30 and that's a whole hour, hour and a half I have in the morning so then that I didn't have. Um, and, so, you know, it's the same on the back end. I can stop work at 5.30 or 6. Correct. And be immediately home. And so for my husband, you know, he says, it's like, our kids like you. So <laughs> I like it. It makes them happy when... When you're home. 
when I'm home. And so that was part of the negotiation. Um, I think, you know, men is, I don't want to stereotype here, and I'm probably going in that direction (laughs) to stop. But I think he sees that there could be value of me being a stay-at-home mom, which I don't think I will ever be just because I'm not sure I'm cut that way. Um, so this is in a, in a, in a way a little but bit. But you're walking from home, right? That's that's too different. Um, I think, you know, you're walking from home. And like I think like we all agree, um, it's, you know, you're actually walking more than you were working <laughs> when you were commuting um, into your office. So those are two different things. And, and also, I think that, and I was, so we had our Mother Honestly gathering. We had one yesterday at Grand Rapids. And that was one of the topics we discussed around just the idea of calling people stay-at-home moms when in reality, especially in today's world, most women that are creating space for motherhood, which is what we call it here, mother honestly, are, you know, you know, most women that are creating space for motherhood are also nurturing the ambitions, you know, one way or another, you know, they're either, you know, consulting on the side or starting a company or, you know, coaching or starting a blog, you know, social media experts, you know, what have you. And, you know, it's almost a disservice, right? Saying, oh, you're just a stay-at-home mom. And, you know, you're not just a mom. You're not just a stay-at-home mom. You're you're more than that. Exactly. And, and, exactly. So, and even if you're not doing those things, you're not just a stay-at-home exactly. mom. Exactly. And even if you're not are my biggest idol. Exactly. Um, I'm like, yo, you can, you, you can, you can, you, even if that's all you're doing is staying home, that's, it's, oh you know, it's not, a it's not a bad thing. You know, you chose, oh no. it's a decision that you made to create that space, you know, and it's a point in time, right? You know, it's not, you know, most people don't say, oh, I'm going to like just banish myself to my house forever for my kids. And nobody sets out to do that. It's, you know, we're consciously making this, this, this decisions as ambitious women to, you know, to stay home and, and create that space for our kids, you know, whether it's from zero to five years or zero to 10 years and, and maybe not our ambitions in between or maybe not, or maybe just give all of that time to our children because they deserve it. So that's a conversation that I have been having with a lot of people because I've just he- I've heard people so much in the last, you know, one or two years say, oh, I'm just a mom. I'm just a stay-at-home mom. And I'm like, no way. <laughs> no freaking way. No one, no one should um, that way. No, that definition is, you know, it's, it's all defined by men, right? You know, I have a stay-at-home wife. I have a stay-at-home, you know, partner. And and it, it doesn't apply to us anymore. <laughs> Not to today's women anyways. <laughs> we need to get rid of that. So tell us more about um, the Ellie app because I'm intrigued by it. <laughs> I, I am yeah. so intrigued. Um, I feel like, you know, there's a lot of app out there, obviously, that connects people. You know, I think, you know, I'm not trying to, like, promote any app here, but, you know, th- there's the dating apps, there's the, you know, network networking app and things like that. Um, but what I what is intriguing about the Ellie app is that it's specifically built for parents. And so can you walk us through why you started that? I think we kind of went through the why, but more of like how you started it and what Ellie app is really about. Yeah, let me give you a little background. So what it, it's really, it's a platform, just a platform meaning anyone can go on the app and create a group and create customized topics for your group. You can invite your friends to your group and, and plan meetups. 
um, you can just talk to one another. And so, you know, when I say a platform, I mean that Ellie, as the app, we aren't, you know, this monolithic owner of all the groups on the app. Correct. You know, today you wanted to create um, a Mother Honesty group or a group based out of Detroit. You would go on the app and that's your group. And so if the user, you could share that group with your community and create topics that are relevant to your community. So unlike a Facebook wall where it's just kind of a wall on Ellie, there's groups that are organized with, by topics. And so when you go to your group, call it home screen, you're going to see the various topics. So it, you know, maybe it's a meetup topic, maybe it's a um, balancing work-life topic, or even something as simple as meal planning topic, because, you know, everyone, there are pain points that a lot of parents have. You, you would create, any user can create topics for their group. And, and so that's, you know, that's really up to the group creator. And then as a user, anyone can download the app and search for groups to join. So there's, there are certain groups in the app that are more um, not location specific. Um, there's like a breastfeeding and lactation support group called Milkful. There's a toddler, a toddler love group where we can talk about potty training, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, sleep for toddlers. And then, you know, one thing I did um, was create this group that's just called Ellie. And that anyone who downloads the app is going to, is automatically a part of that group. You can leave the group, but everyone's a part of that group. And the that's reason awesome. I that is I wanted to make sure that if a mom who doesn't have a local community yet on the app downloads it, there's a group for her. And so that's what the LA group is all about. It's it's moms from all over the country who are on the app who are exchanging parenting advice. And Perfect. we've been having um, experts on the app, which has been pretty fun. So one week we might have- I was just gonna ask that is, you know, especially for some of those topics around breastfeeding and, um, you know, co-parenting or um, or co-sleeping, you know, are there people that kind of steers this conversation so that it's, you know, it's not stale, it's, you know, it's evergreen and, and, you know, we're nudging ourselves in the right direction. Yeah, users are asking questions regularly. So a lot of it's really just, it's meant to be a place where where parents can ask other parents questions Mm -hmm. and get their feedback and, you know, a non-judgmental place where people are respectful and speak openly but the experts have been really fun and also providing a lot of value to users we've had a sleep consultant and so you know for example under the sleep topic parents are asking questions of the sleep consultants when we have one on board this week we actually have had a it's a little spicier a mother's um, sexual health and wellness. Oh, I love that. So, yeah, we're kind of getting your mommy mojo back, and we users can submit questions anonymously in case they're feeling, you know, a little shyer, and, and, and email email us. Um, and so we've been asking some of the questions for users, but the questions are great, and they're questions that you know I think every mom has who's birthed a child. So that's been really interesting. So the the app is a place you know where we just launched a few months ago. It's a continuous work in in progress. We're constantly working on new features and improving it and asking for user feedback. Correct. But my goal is that one day anyone can download the app and there will be a group for for her or for him um, in, in in the local community where that person is. 
I love that. And um, and so how many how many people are on Ellie? I mean, I know you guys just launched, and, and I'm sure this is probably um, you know proprietary information. But like, are, are we? Are you? Um, you know, what are the different characteristics of the kind of members that you guys have now? You know, are they you know mostly New York? Are they from all over? What is the demographics? And you know, what like what can people expect? Our biggest groups right now are in the New York area. Our biggest local groups. So there's, um, like, there's a group in Brooklyn with over 500 parents in it, um, in the in Williamsburg. Um, but there's there's new groups popping up weekly, and there's a lot of them are kind of they aren't location specific. Correct. So there's because the topics aren't location specifics, right? No, like exactly. you know, like the walking mom group. You know, I would imagine it's just anyone. <laughs> right. And I would love, you know, another group I'd love to get going on the app is an entrepreneurial mom group. Because I think that would be, be awesome. so much helpful information that we could all share. Or for moms who are thinking about starting a blog or thinking about doing something on the side, it would just be, um, you know, or maybe maybe that's something, maybe that can be folded into another honestly group. Um, something we could... Absolutely. It's just, um, so yeah, so the landscape is is evolving. We have a new group launching in LA pretty soon. Um, there's actually a group in Grand Rapids, Michigan. That was oh, nice. Very, very. Grand Rapids is always on the map. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, so that's really cool. So it, by no means are we, you know, like I said, anyone can create a group on the app and and share it with their users and build a community. Um, and so our growth right now is, is limited to how much can I get the word out, frankly. Correct. Um, and so you know, what have you been able to do? I mean, knowing that, you know, of course you were a, um, you know, uh, an attorney, so definitely no entrepreneurial background, same as me, I'm an engineer, and um, I have zero business skills. I'm just now going to business school. I don't know how helpful that has been, but <laughs> we'll see when I'm done. Um, oh but God. And you're going to business school? Yeah, I am going to business school. Um, yeah, it's it's been a lot of um, craziness around wow. my house, um, and I'm nanny less, so that's a, that's another different um, oh topic. God. And, <laughs> and um, so, like, how much work? was it to really get this off the ground and what are you currently doing as a mom because I know a lot of people are trying to start something like this you know maybe not Ellie of course not but you know they're trying to start something they're you know itching to do something for themselves and sometimes we underestimate how much time it will it really takes um, I know that I have underestimated how much time this was going to take and so like what have you found as you know various challenges that you're currently facing in growing Ellie and in getting the word out and in just you know business in general what are the different challenges that you faced you know right now I think it's divided into time and then money um, I could work on this 50 hours a day and I'm probably working on it 50 hours a week which is a lot um, but it's to me the sky's the limit there's every day there's more I could be doing and so it's been hard at the end of the day to learn how to, sh- to shut it off um, and I'm still working on that and so for getting the word out you know we're doing a lot of um, partnerships um, working with you know again the experts on the app or having guest blog posts um, and just trying to you know instead of working 
instead of thinking of any other mom-focused business as, um, you know, maybe a competition. Or Correct. I, I think the dialogue has changed. To me, all the mom-focused businesses, we are all trying to do the same thing. So Absolutely. Let's work together. Let's, you know, share audiences. Let's help each other grow because when we grow, we both grow and and that's and that has always been our premise here it's like it's collaboration and community absolutely. over competition because at the end of the day we're all just trying to lift each other up <laughs> so exactly. so there's no point in works. bringing each other down <laughs> exactly and it works when when you collaborate and when one collaborates and works together both parties grow and absolutely amazing um so that has been i think the most fulfilling and rewarding part of this whole journey um, and you know that's something that I want to do do more of and then you know the other the other big challenge is the financial resources this is taking we aren't haven't monetized at all I want the app to remain free for users and so eventually you know, I want to find a way to both bring value to users, but oh, find a way to make money so Correct. You know, we can keep this going. But in a way, again, that's not invasive to users. That's actually, you know, bringing them value by offering them maybe you know, certain services or products that they're looking for. Um, and that's, you know, I, I want to hear from, from moms about what that is. Um, and so it's how do I keep costs low? Correct. trying to grow the platform and with the development you know it's kind of a rabbit hole I could oh my god yeah that is we've had a lot of companies reach out to us you should build an app you should do X, Y, and Z I'm like I am not like it's, it. it's taken <laughs> us five it. months or more to even like you know redo our websites and I'm like no way I am not I'm not in that club nope <laughs> you cannot get me to do that no. You trust me. You don't want to. It's um, <laughs> it's a lot. It's very resource intensive, and um, I'm you know there. We had a few bugs here and there at the app, and I'm trying to rebuild the development team and take it up a notch, and that costs more money too. And so, I can yeah, imagine. So, I, so, so I'm not. I don't have a money to spend on on marketing, frankly. Correct. Um, or advertisements, and so it's really been how can I. So question for you, because, you know, I'm a problem solver. Um, what, what are you looking at in terms of funding? Are you are you um, part of any accelerator? Are you looking for funding from investors? Um, you know, are you taking this show on the road at all? That's, so definitely at some point, and I, you know, that's a, it's a very timely question. I had a call with iFundWomen last okay. week that's a, crowd, a crowdsourcing platform like mm-hmm. a crowdfunding platform yeah I love I love um, them I, I actually spoke to the CEO or the founder um, about two weeks ago because um, oh, we're exploring that option as well so we'll see um, yeah and I'm not sure if it's the right fit for us you know the other option I think would be a friends and family round and that you know that would for friends and family who participated that would convert to equity correct we had a larger funding round. Um, I think we might be able to raise more money uh, that way, but you know, it's a lot to decide to ask your friends and family for money. Absolutely, so, I'm always shaking, <laughs> just asking. <laughs> yeah, um, it kind of will change the dynamic a little bit. I think with how I think that relationship, well. yes. Yeah, 
So I certainly, if we go that route, I want to be very thoughtful about Correct. how we do it. Because that's even more riskier, right? Because, you know, we'd yeah. invest our money. You know, if it doesn't work out, you can like, sorry, guys, you know. And right. then, you know, with friends and family, it's like, well, yeah. <laughs> maybe we're not doing Thanksgiving dinner this year with you guys. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, it's, um, but we are, you know, we're not, I think to, to, to get any kind of VC money, we, you know, we we have to have a revenue model first. And so I want to continue to show traction and growth, which we've had a lot of. Um, no, I mean, I, I'm, I've there. been looking at the groups and, you know, you guys have a lot of activities going on. You know, there's a winning group illness. People are asking questions around, you know, what they're you know, rambunctious two-year-olds are up to, you know, if they're not sleeping. I mean, those are all key questions. And I love the fact that it's it's just a safe place and it's not a, it's all, it's not a kitchen sink. You know, it's like, it's very, um, very specific, um, you know, to parents and that men can also join in in that conversation. I think that's probably one of your strongest um what you know value proposition as well um just because a lot of groups are focused on only women and and not to say of course majority of your users are going to be women but i think also just kind of spinning it in terms of you know this is also a group that is for men and even maybe talking to corporations about that because there isn't a lot of supports for dads and you know if dads can really you know have access to information that they don't need to like always depend on their wives for you know if, if i'm a dad and i can just pop into ellie and and, you know, ask a very, you know, silly question, you know, whether anonymously or not, you know, around sex or around, you know, our kid and, you know, a, a sick child that maybe your wife has a different opinion on and you have a different opinion on. You know, I just see Ellie as a more of like an inclusive community for men and for women to interact and, and just share that parenting experience even better. So, um, so I think even thinking about it, that way and marketing it almost that way might just and you know that's, that's just my own um you know yeah. <laughs> we, we should probably no, be talking about this offline <laughs> and i think you know, more millennials be, you know come into motherhood and fatherhood you know you there are dads taking a much more active role in parenting and so i think correct correct i mean my husband um, is you know very hands-on and i think this would be a good hap for him right because I can say hey you know you can join and you can even create your own you know group and invite people to it or you know I, I know that yeah. even at work right even at school they have like a dad's group um, at my daughter's school you know create yeah. one on the app and you guys can you know schedule stuff talk about different topics okay. and dad's you know donuts days or whatever um, so I think that, that there's really something there that you probably should look at when it comes to the dad ends, it's very easy for us as women to always think of us. Um, but I think, right. you know, parenting is a shared experience. And I think that even maybe just kind of opening that, you know, I, I, that might be another another way. Um, but no, I love this app. I, I, I'm i going to have to start using it more because um, I've kind of been, I've been like hiding. <laughs> so um, following along <laughs> I've been following idea. along, yeah, reading people's thing. stories. So yeah, um, cool thing that users can do is you can every topic on any group has a follow and an unfollow button so let's say you turn push notifications oh on, i didn't know that but you're like oh this is like maybe a little much for like you know maybe it's too many 
you can unfollow topics that maybe you're not as interested in. And so then you'll only get push notifications for topics that you're following. So you can I do this see. in all your groups. Perfect. Um, and I see there's a classified too. I see there's a classified um, section where you can even sell stuff. Yeah. So um, it's, you know, it's interesting because the LA group people are disparate. So it's not, um, you know, you kind of have to be in the same area. Or of course. Or something. But there's a pretty active group called Brooklyn Baby and Kids Gear. And what's so cool about creating exchange groups on the app is that each topic, so like, for example, in Brooklyn Baby and Kids Gear, you have bath, car seats, clothing and accessories, crimson beds, furniture, high chairs, nursing and feeding, strollers, toys. So instead of just posting things on a wall, you can make your posts under specific topics and you can see what's for sale there. It's just more organized. That's awesome. Oh, no, this is amazing. Um, So I think you guys are doing an amazing job um, at Ellie, and you and I are going to connect offline after this because I do. I have a lot of ideas for you. (laughs) And and, um, and I I, I know this is going to be successful. And the reason I know that is because you it's it's. It's, you're very passionate about this and and a lot of women are looking for this kind of community that is safe um, and not even just women like I said I think men are also looking for something like this and so even um, you know m- making it more more, more dad friendly as well um, you know could, could, could also help us here um, more but I, I, I really love this and I think that you're doing an amazing job so what's next for you I mean I know you're you're talking about money or you're talking about time but um but what's next? What are you, you know, what are you really excited about for Ellie? And what are you excited about for yourself? And and how has all of this changed your relationship? I mean, that's something that we don't talk about often. Yeah. How has this changed your marriage? I mean, your family, I know your kids are happier having mom at home, um, you know, but how has this changed any of, your, any of the dynamics at home? So those are all really great questions. Uh, let me start with, I guess, what's, what's next for Ellie? We, you know, I'm I'm um, really excited. I have a partner joining me soon. Awesome. I can't. Great. That's amazing. Because it's been a lot doing this on my own. I just brought on a partner and I have not announced it yet, but I just brought on someone and it's been it's been like night and day just having someone to bounce ideas off of. Exactly. (laughs) So I'm really excited. She's she's going to start in a couple months. Okay. Um, all in and we're doing a bunch of strategy strategy sessions now but she has a very strong background in partnerships and advertising and marketing and um, I think she'll just be a great complement to the team Um, and you know we're I'm on with our developers for hours every day be it on Slack or on calls and so you're you know users will see the app only improving in terms of functionality and stability Um, there's a lot of things we want to do there's certain features we're going to you know, redesign that we're learning might not be as intuitive as they could be. Um, and so it's, it's going to keep, keep getting better. Um, and hopefully, you know, the more bandwidth I have, the more your people will start hearing about it. Absolutely. And I, and yeah, I'm sure all of this is going to be successful. And um, so where can our users find you? I know we, you have Instagram, you have Facebook, you have your website. Can you um, give us a, an idea of where our users, yeah. can, our listeners so can find you? Our brand is at Ellie Moms on Instagram. And we also have a website, www.myellie.com, where okay. we have a blog and lots of um, great parent-focused content. 
Um, and then anyone can email me directly, Haley, H-A-Y-L-E-Y, at myellie.com. Um, we're also on Twitter, LA Moms, and on Facebook, LA App. Um, so pretty easy to get a hold of. My personal Instagram is HMN Brooklyn. Um, awesome. And so I... I, I go through phases of posting. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the best Instagrammer. Right? No, my personal account is a mess. Um, yeah, people are like, you're so good with Instagram. I'm like, um, no, you need this my personal account. Um, yeah. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> thank you so much, Ailey, for for joining us today on the Mother Honestly podcast. Really appreciate you. And again, very excited about the future of Ellie. And I'm sure it's going to be amazing. You and I will connect offline. Um about all the amazing things that we can do together um, for moms. Absolutely. Um, definitely. Thank you so much for having me and for, you know, believing in the platform. Oh, no, I do with all of my heart. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, too. Thank you for tuning in to the Mother Honestly podcast today. If you enjoyed this episode, we urge that you go on and rate, review, and subscribe to the Mother Honestly podcast. Also follow us on Instagram. Yes. And if you would like to be a guest on our podcast, you can reach out to me, the podcast manager, Kristen Baffo at Kristen at MotherHonestly.com. I'm so excited we have our own email. It makes us I feel know. legit. Well, see you guys when you rate, review, and subscribe to us. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>